Who will believe my verse in time to come? If it were filled with your most high deserts. Though yet, heaven knows, it is but as a tomb which hides your life and shows not half your parts. If I could write the beauty of your eyes and in fresh numbers number all your graces, the age to come would say, This poet lies, such heavenly touches ne'er touch earthly faces. So should my papers, yellowed with their age, be scorned like old men of less truth than tongue, and your true rights be termed a poet's rage and stretched meter of an antique song. But were some child of yours alive that time, you should live twice in it and in my rhyme. As a decrepit father takes delight to see his active child do deeds of youth, so I, made lame by fortune's dearest spite, take all my comfort of thy worth and truth. For whether beauty, birth, or wealth, or wit, or any of these all, or all, or more, entitled in thy parts do crowned sit, I make my love engrafted to this store. So then I am not lame, poor, nor despised, whilst that this shadow doth such substance give, that I in thy abundance am sufficed, and by a part of all thy glory live. Look what is best, that best I wish in thee, this wish I have, then ten times happy me. Your slave, what should I do but tend upon the hours and times of your desire? I have no precious time at all to spend, nor services to do till you require. Nor dare I chide the world without end hour, whilst I, my sovereign, watch the clock for you. Nor think the bitterness of absence sour when you have bid your servant once adieu. Nor dare I question with my jealous thought where you may be, or your affairs suppose, but like a sad slave, stay and think of naught save where you are and how happy you make those. So true a fool is love that in your will, though you do anything, he thinks no ill.
Thy glass will show thee how thy beauties wear, Thy dial how thy precious minutes waste. The vacant leaves thy mind's imprint will bear, And of this book this learning mayst thou taste. The wrinkles which thy glass will truly show Of mouthed graves will give thee memory. Thou by thy dial shady stealth mayst know Time's thievish progress to eternity. Look what thy memory cannot contain, Commits these waste blanks, and thou shalt find Those children nursed, delivered from thy brain, To take a new acquaintance of thy mind. These offices, so oft as thou wilt look, Shall profit thee, and much enrich thy book. Farewell, thou art too dear for my possessing, and like enough thou knowest thy estimate. The charter of thy worth gives thee releasing, my bonds in thee are all determinate. For how do I hold thee but by thy granting? And for that riches, where is my deserving? The cause of this fair gift in me is wanting, and so my patent back again is swerving. Thyself thou gavest thy own worth, then not knowing or me to whom thou gavest it else mistaking. So thy great gift upon misprize and growing comes home again on better judgment-making. Thus have I had thee, as a dream doth flatter, in sleep a king, but waking no such matter. In the old age, black was not counted fair, or if it were, it bore not beauty's name. But now is black beauty's successive heir, and beauty slandered with a bastard shame. For since each hand hath put on nature's power, faring the foul with art's false borrowed face, sweet beauty hath no name, no holy bower, but is profaned if not lives in disgrace. Therefore my mistress's eyes are raven black. Her eyes so suited, and they mourners seem. At such who not born fair, no beauty lack, Slandering creation with a false esteem. Yet so they mourn, becoming of their woe, That every tongue says beauty should look so. The Pendant Shakespeare, also known as The Wild Bill Variety Show. The Sonnets, Part 7. Featuring the voice talents of Hannah Jang Condell, performing Sonnet 17, Pete Mylan, performing Sonnet 37, Allison Moser, performing Sonnet 57, 
Andrew Bundy performing Sonnet 77, Nani Brennan performing Sonnet 87, and Aidan Rudd performing Sonnet 127. Written by William Shakespeare. Script analysis and dramaturgy by Colin Kelly. Directed by Landon Bell. Music by Kevin McLeod of Incompetech.com. Shakespeare theme by Pavel Zuck of Facebook.com slash Zuck Music. Produced by Pendant Productions. This production is copyright 2014, Pendant Productions. For more information, visit PendantAudio.com. Thanks for listening. At the dawn of a new golden age, the seeds of conspiracy take root. Caesar! Huh? Who calls? Bid every noise be still. Peace yet again. Who is it in the press that calls on me? I hear a tongue shriller than all the music cries. Caesar! Speak. Caesar is turned to hear. Beware the Ides of March. What man is that? A soothsayer bids you beware the Ides of March. Set him before me. Let me see his face. Fellow, come from the throng. Look upon Caesar. What sayest thou to me now? Speak, once again. Beware the Ides of March. He is a dreamer. Let us leave him. Pass. Into what dangers would you lead me, Cassius? that you would have me seek it to myself for that which is not in me. Brutus and Caesar. What should be in that Caesar? Why should that name be sounded more than yours? Write them together, yours is as fair a name. Sound them, it doth become the mouth as well. Weigh them, it is as heavy. Conjure with them, Brutus will start a spirit as soon as Caesar. What you have said I will consider. What you will have to say I will with patience hear to find a time both meet to hear and answer such high things. Till then, my noble friend, chew upon this. Brutus had rather be a villager than to repute himself a son of Rome under these hard conditions as this time is like to lay upon us. I am glad that my weak words have struck with thus much show of fire from Brutus. Pendant Productions proudly presents the political tragedy of Julius Caesar Premiering on November 12th, 2014. Come, Casca. You and I will yet ere day see Brutus at his house. Three parts of him is ours already, and the man entire upon the next encounter yields him ours. Only at PendantAudio.com